Welcome to this podcast, A to Z and Back, with Adrian and Zoe. We're here to entertain you, we hope, talk about day-to-day life and things that are on our minds. No topic is off-limit, and our aim is to inform, make you laugh, and bring you fabulously interesting guests. So take a seat, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. We love to hear from you, so follow us on Facebook and Instagram, A to Z and Back. And if you'd like to influence the topics, let us know. Enjoy! Enjoy! Thanks. I don't get used. To... I don't know what I'm thanking her for. You're very polite. That's why. I'm very polite. What talking to the lady who's getting the Zoom call started? Yeah, you're very very polite. I definitely need to get out more. I would suggest. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I need to speak to people. So we are we are a little bit later in recording, aren't we? This week we are. We've we been are. a little bit. Uh, we've been sidetracked a little bit by our social life. Basically, is what's happened. Yes. And yeah. some downtime required over the weekend for us both. Yeah. You've been shopping, which you hate. I do hate it, but I've done it. It's out of the way now. I have to do it for another two years. So let's. So we were at the theatre on the Friday. The theatre, darling. The theatre. The theatre. Oh, the smell of the grease paint, the lights, the cameras. <laughs> um, or actually just the smelly people sat around us. Yeah. I mean, it was. I don't know about you, I was a little bit uncomfortable, bearing in mind we haven't been in close proximity to people. We were like wedged in like sardines. I know, it was very very up close and personal. But I was all right, the man next to me was wearing his mask properly. And there's no room, is there, for your legs? I forgot how bad it is. It's not like going to the Odeon Theatre with the super deluxe seats, is it? No, we'll definitely have a box later. (laughs) <laughs> again if we go again i have got to have a box but then like you quite rightly said you don't get such a good view do you no because i've been i've sat in the box <laughs> sat, sat in the box get in your box <laughs> in the box uh yeah and you couldn't see one side of the theater of the stage however if you went to a the furthest back box you might be all right those are called restricted view seats you know yeah well they're probably cheaper as well but they they're all gone anyway a lot of the time quite often Hmm. So uh, we went to see uh, Everybody's Talking About Jamie Everybody's Talking About Jamie Now you've seen it, haven't you On Well, you've seen it before I've seen it before, so I went with uh, Scribs to see it in London, London mm-hmm. um, In 2019 I think it was that we went to see it And then I watched it about a month ago on Amazon so Right, so you've not just it. seen it once you've seen it twice and now you've seen it three times yes but I, I saw it once a theatre and once Amazon's not yeah. quite the same theatre theatre um, but what was interesting was that the same some of the same cast were redoing the role and it was the same cast as when I, I oh. saw it before so can you give a quick pricey <laughs> of what 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 the show is about for those people that Answer. haven't been Oh, we, we like to talk culture and the arts on this, oh, the arts, on this show. So, so uh, back in 2011 on BBC Three, uh, there was a documentary on um, a lad called Jamie who is 15, 16, um, and he was wanting to become a drag queen and go to his prom in a dress, mm. is, the, is the real life part. Mm. And then they, uh, a director saw I just happened to catch it on the television and thought this is a good basis of a story for a, for a show and uh, but go back a step it. because what you told me was that the the he contacted <coughs> didn't he make yes he, yeah, he so the documentary came about because of 
Yes, so Jamie himself thought this would be good for a documentary. So he contacted companies that make documentaries. Just trolled said, the internet. Trolled the internet and said, this is, this is what's going to happen. I want to go to prom in, in a dress. And I think it would be a good topic for, for a, a documentary. And eventually he found somebody to make the documentary. Then BBC Three put it on. And then this theatre director just happened to be channel hopping, saw it, thought that's a good premise for a story. And then he created a, um, a musical from it. Amazing. And the, and the rest, as they say... Yes, her street. It was her street. <laughs> uh, but um, so Shane Ritchie was in it. I don't mind telling you, I was not looking forward to Shane Ritchie. You were not happy about Shane Ritchie being I in wasn't. it when we were stood waiting. But we will give him credit that he did. He played a very good part, and he's a very good on-stage performer. Because there is quite there's quite a difference between um, stage acting and TV acting, isn't there? Oh, because sure. TV acting is much closer. You can kind of see and you're kind of in it. Not in the TV, obviously, because that would be weird. On, <laughs> on the stage, you've I got... I used to... to sit that close to the telly. Did you? <laughs> yeah, my mum used to say, you're going to get square eyes if you sit that close to my the telly. My mum used to say that as well. <laughs> on the floor like this. I haven't got... <laughs> Um, but uh, when you're on stage, because you're projecting and people at the back and I mean, we I mean, darling, as we've said before, we've done theatre work ourselves. Uh, yeah. you, you have to project to the person that's at the back who might be hard yeah. of hearing and can't see very well. So and everything you get is more much exaggerated more exaggerated movements and everything, isn't it? Yeah. Even more than normal for me. <laughs> Jazz hands all around. Um, but it was very, yeah, he was very good. It was very good. The guy who played Jamie New, the character, uh, was phenomenal. Oh, very emotional. Some of the notes, some of the notes, amazing. It was very emotional. There was a tear shed a few times by both of us, I think, wasn't there? About yeah. mums and sons, and yeah. So if you get the opportunity to see yeah. it, you must. Yeah, definitely um, recommend. And is it going to be made into a film or am I imagine? Or is that that's the film I watched on Amazon? Oh, okay. Yeah. Very so good. it's a sim it's very similar, the film. It's not quite, but it doesn't have the <gasps> of the theatre, but obviously it's very good, yeah. So then we had a few cocktails, we had dinner before that. It's very nice. Yes. We had the most rowdy train journey in the entire oh my history God, of train so journeys, funny. did we not? Yeah, it was <sighs> So it was five, it's five past eleven at night and it wasn't the last train, but it may as well have been. And there was a, a lot of... Uh, there was a very tired Adrian on the train. Very, very drunk people on there uh, who were very, very loud and obnoxious. And after... And didn't like their family, apparently. After, seven, like family. after seven minutes of hearing it, I'd kind of had enough. So we then had a further hour and whatever. Dreadful. Yeah. But it was our own fault because we moved carriages because we didn't want to sit opposite the man. <laughs> he was asleep snoring with the snot dripping from his nose. So, you know, we made our choice. <laughs> We did make that choice. It was literally, yeah, anyway. So we chose to move and we moved from the frying pan definitely to the fire. Yeah, we did. There we go. I, I mean, we could have sat in that seat and not had to look at his dribbly nose, couldn't we? <coughs> but we could yeah, we we, it, still hear him snoring. But we couldn't escape the foul-mouthed language that was, uh, anyway. Oh. So that was that. Then you did, you, you did your shopping, which you don't like. I don't like Why that. don't you like shopping? Oh, dull, isn't it? Well, I don't know, really. Oh, dull, and you want to, you, you have a vision in your head of what you're going to look like in something, and then you try it and you go, oh, that's not what I thought. Well, I think, yeah, that's, and the lighting in and the that's changing like whatever rooms. Si whatever size I've been, that's been, so it's not just because I feel blur, it's that even when I was 
feeling skinny. It was like, mm. go, yeah, hot and sweaty. But uh, you did buy some things, didn't you? So I that's did. good. Yeah, I did buy what I needed to buy. Yes, we'll leave it Bronx. at that. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to avoid it and maintain your modesty, but oh no. No, I haven't got any. I've no, lost no. it. <laughs> Brass trainer, brass trainers and um, a jumper. There you go. Very nice. Well, yeah. that's a nice outfit. Almost a whole outfit, just no bottom. Just no <laughs> I'm sure you'll find something to rustle up and anyway. So uh we are I don't want to rustle up a bottom, do I? Pardon? <laughs> what did you say? Rustle up a bottom, and then I thought maybe that wasn't quite appropriate. Sorry, listeners, I have no idea where this is degenerating into, but probably best we stop it. Stop there, stop there, stop there. So, we are on the letter G in um, Sesame Street, and we we had a little chat earlier. We do this thing if we start talking, then we go, Oh, I should have recorded that, should have recorded that. I know we got involved in a whole well, let's be fair, I got into a whole conversation on my own whilst you listened. very unusual for that well, I wanted to talk about growth mindset and um goal setting which yeah. I think we've talked a little bit about it before but I, it, it was born of a conversation that I had um with a friend of mine last week and I I I'm very good sometimes at being able to dish out the advice I'm not always very good at giving myself the advice and doing something about it so we were talking about the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset yes we were um and a growth mindset being one that is forward thinking thinking about possibility learning from challenges open-minded isn't it taking feedback and doing something with it and seeing that as an opportunity so it's all that thinking about everything that comes your way in a positive mindset about learning and being better yeah positive mindset spin on it yeah, whereas a fixed mindset is more about perhaps a more negative connotation of not looking outside the box, not looking at new possibilities and seeing things as threats, challenges, obstacles, or yeah. feedback as criticism. Yeah. Um, and I think... I don't, know why, I don't know why you're aiming that one at me. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> I think we're all... Get, no, but I, I was thinking to myself that I think we go through phases, don't we, of... Yeah. I think I, I think I like to think I'm quite a growth mindset kind of person if I'm in the right frame of mind. But, yeah, but if you're if you're feeling growthy. But but maybe sometimes I need to remember that, and it's how we go about doing those sort I of think things, it, isn't it? It's, and it's how do you t- change yourself from a fixed to a growth? How do you how do you flip that coin? Well, I think well, I think that's about awareness. I I think it's about reflecting where you're at at the moment, so that the thing that we talked about is always about if you've got to make a decision or you're feeling you're stuck in a rut or you are not having a great time is taking what are the positive things that are happening right because there always will be but we tend to sometimes get stuck in that the world is wrong everything's going wrong it's all against me and just trying to perhaps just do a little bit of what's going well and what's not going well and I think sometimes people make the mistake with that of thinking big Mm. or something big happening I've not got you know I've, I'm not winning the lottery and I'm not going on holiday and I'm not I've not got a promotion at work but sometimes I think you need to just focus on the the small things of you know well actually I've got my health or um yeah. or do you know what the dog didn't poo on the carpet today or 
Do you know anything that just a little? I thing. defy us to get through one without you talking something toilet related, Zoe <laughs> Horn. But you're, you know, you're weak this week. Your boy is coming home. He is, yay! Is very, and you'll see him from now until the weekend. Yeah, that's it. So I think it's how do we get into that like mindset of thinking about those positive things and bringing them to the forefront because when we're up against it, we feel stressed. We feel things aren't going our way we don't think about those things and you like you said even if they're small I mean I probably feel that a little bit at the moment because I've come back from doing a big event and it's like you've lost direction and uh, and whilst I know I will get out running and stuff that focus that I've had for over a year is gone yeah I'm having I'm gonna need to get into a growth mindset and start thinking about how do I pin down some goals whatever they might be and they, they might be working on distance and time it might be thinking about yeah it could be anything but it could be anything and I think it's it's also thinking about the fact that you can take a growth mindset and setting goals not just for a person for a work environment but also for your personal life yeah for sure friendship groups to yeah anything can't you You can apply it to anything as long as you think stop and think and I think it's taking that time Hmm. to sort of reflect as you said and so <clears throat> take stock of where you are and think, okay, where, where do I want, where am I? Where do I want to go in the I short th- term? Where do I want to go in the long term? I think the difficulty is, though, a- acknowledging the fact that you're maybe not in a growth mindset, you're in a fixed mindset, but maybe you're not aware that you are. And yeah, what are the things that, you know, how will you know necessarily, I guess, that you're in a fixed mindset? Well, somebody might point out to you that you're being a bit negative. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. Yeah. Um, or it might just be us somebody just saying to you, take stock of where you are and have a and I think everybody should take time to reflect hmm. periodically anyway. It's just remembering to do, do it, you, it. I I also think some for, for me, I think sometimes it can be quite a physical thing. So I uh I particularly find this time of year quite difficult. Um I'm not mm-hmm. a fan of colder weather knowing that the rain and the darker nights and there's that tick over the clocks are changing yeah I, I don't enjoy that time of year at all do you get sad well uh well um I I don't know I mean I guess my mood changes with the season yeah. for sure so seasonally affected disorder is that what it's called yeah yeah or associated maybe. disorder um somebody will tell us I'm sure uh <laughs> is definitely influenced by those things I, I wouldn't say I pasted that label on it but I do, I do know that I find it more difficult to get up in the morning I find it more difficult to remain positive yeah it's and, interesting isn't it and actually I I feel that um quite physically in terms of um I would describe it as a bit of an anxious feeling or a feeling yeah. of being unsettled or so I think <laughs> Yeah, it could be that you're getting feedback from somebody who's close to you or somebody you work with, or it could be somebody tells you that somebody said that they don't think you're fine. But, yeah, yeah. But maybe there's also a bit of self-looking at Awareness, ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, and just thinking, am I okay? Am I uh, am I feeling 100%? And if not, what are the things that are contributing? What can I do? Yeah. And what, and what can I do about it? And how can I make a plan? And I'm a great believer in writing things down, post-it yeah. notes or thoughts or creating when you're you're setting yourself a goal what what type of process do you go through for goal setting 
Well, generally, I make them as ridiculous as I possibly can so that they seem completely ridiculous. Unachievable. And, <laughs> and unachievable. Um, but I think I, I do know that I like to strive to achieve something and I do like to be good at what I do. And I do like to, I don't know, do something a bit different, do it my way, give it an Adrian spin. I, yeah. I, I guess you could attribute that to doing the, you know, the event was an extreme thing. Yeah, a lot of, I've had a lot of people say, "Well, why on earth? Why on earth would you do that?" Yeah, and if I if I would not, well, I guess. I mean, I guess. Well, why not? Yeah, why not? Loads of other. I looked at the people that I was with, and I thought everybody else that I met that have done this event have all gone through the same process at some point or another to make a decision to do it, haven't they? So whether they yeah, have been correct. running for twenty years and they're fit and they regularly run or whether they're perhaps more like me and only recently started it at some point everybody's gone through that bit about it's too hard it's too difficult it's but what we do is we try it and we learn from it this is about growth mindset and going yeah well this wasn't so good what can I do or what can I read and learn from other people and you know I've used social media quite a lot in terms of looking at other people that run picking up tips asking questions all that sort of thing yeah and just it's like doing your research on it yeah and tweaking it as you go you know going yeah. out one day and it bomb <laughs> I mean I, I I can tell you that running in the afternoon is or start going out for a run late in the day just is not me it's just not my thing and I don't have my best runs on those days no so therefore I go first thing in the morning so it is it, it that is about having the right um thought process about being able to learn and to be able to push yourself when things don't go right that is about yeah. having a growth mindset what about you in terms of setting goals because you yeah um I'm oh, probably a bit of a wobbly voice there I, oh. <laughs> I just sing every day I just do a little bit of opera that's what I do oh. um what do I do I tend to think about things I'm enjoying and try to so I've definitely since the whole Covid thing had to review things put plans in place reviewed so book club is is folded but moved on to a different format so that's good so that's it's like Emily's picked that up. She's going to be doing that. Um, but so things that I was involved in before that I was enjoying and then needed to change things. And then I think also with like COVID, I've quite liked being at home, whereas previously I was out and about all the time. I don't necessarily want to do that all the time. But it's, that's that's the thing, I think, for me, that was the goals that I had to sort of, like, stop and go, OK, what do I want to do going forward? Because mm -hmm. when we were in lockdown, it was a perfect opportunity to think about, right, this is where I am, can't go anywhere, can't do anything, which aspects do I want to keep going forward? Because I quite liked being in lockdown. I didn't, I didn't mind it too much. <clears throat> um, so it's what did we like about that? So I used that. And then I think with work... I th every so often I think it's good to sort of take stock and think about the things that you're enjoying and what you like about a role and then okay what would I, what else do I want to do something else moving forward can I imagine something else going forward mm. what aspects do you like of what you're doing and mm. um, what would you what would you do without carrying forward mm. um, so I think I've done things like that in the past but That's I also I also think having that period of time of um, 
gathering those thoughts and and not doing anything is part of the process yeah I think so is is you know just thinking that stuff through and writing it down constructing your thoughts having those conversations in your head before you commit to because I think I've yeah. I would probably say I've always been a bit guilty of like being quite making snap decisions and doing things I'd like to think I probably in the main uh tend to think <laughs> about think about things a little a bit more balanced rather than making an emotional decision to do something yeah um, and I think I, I think I'm getting better at not making emotional decisions mm. I'm not so good. At, I'm still uh, working on the trying not to react emotionally to things. Mm. But um, <clears throat> but also, but also, what you you know, sometimes we <clears throat> we are we are who we are, and we will do things because of lots of reasons. And we've I think we've touched on this before about you know what our experiences are in life, and you know what uh, what type of situations have created feelings for us yeah. both positively and negatively we draw on that you know right from a very young age so yeah well, and it's but it's, this, i think acknowledging this, that this is now turning into a psychology <laughs> session <laughs> but it's true and i think sometimes you just have to be at ease with knowing what those things are but yeah. ma- but managing those things yeah. and, and knowing when those times come along is to how, how do you try and get the balance back again when it all yeah and that's interesting because that andrew said to me at the weekend um he said you're you're focusing on all the feelings from when you were at school he said you need to <clears throat> he said you need to put them back to bed hmm. and focus moving forward to stop focusing on those feelings what are you going to do about it how are you going to plan forward how are you going to move yourself forward Hmm, um, very good advice, Mr. Horn. I know he's 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 on a roll. He wants um artistic director license notes on our podcast. Tell, tell him we'll get back to him. <laughs> I said I just went no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to be polite. <laughs> but I think um I some I think I normally think things through in my head. I spend a lot of time in my head thinking things through, not necessarily sharing, maybe normally in the, the night type of thoughts. Um, but then I when I get to the point where I think actually this is somewhere I need to I need to move this forward yes um, it's writing notes I like lists and notes yeah. and and I think if I ever get to the space where I'm I'm thinking about things in the middle of the night and I can't I'm starting not to sleep as a result of it yeah I then start to go this is ridiculous I need to yeah. stop so either that is I've not got a plan of moving it forward I've not written it down or I'm just procrastinating on it yeah um and then it, because then when you get into that tired <laughs> headspace and it spirals doesn't it yeah uh, but again so, that's part of a fixed mindset would kind of be that where yeah. you are procrastinating and being dragged down by things rather than going right hang on a minute what are the opportunities here and what can I do with this to make it yeah. more positive and move it on yeah and I think what you were saying about how do you know I think for me that's a, a telling sign is when I'm not sleeping and having to yeah. think and thinking things through I'll go oh, okay so I need to do something so this weekend to put some plans together and I feel I feel better today I've got bought, a plan bought a, few, bought a few bras you're well away I'd say I'd ask that I'd, I'd put that on my um uh, coping mechanisms but I'm, I don't think it's appropriate for me <laughs> you don't want a bra <laughs> <laughs> okay. well I don't think I've got to that stage yet training but... bra training bra <laughs> um oh, yeah so I yeah that's that's quite good I think and I I also think maybe for lots of people at this time of year I think this time of year is difficult because of the bit I talked about seasons but you know we're heading to Christmas and you know for people that maybe 
are thinking about being without somebody this Christmas that's been there. Yeah. You know, all this sort of stuff. It it, it starts to stir up this this season. Does, as much yeah. as it's positive, it can also have for some people a negative connotation. Yeah. But that's again something else that you can <clears throat> set yourself goals. Hmm. And moving into that growth mindset will help you hopefully deal with those types of things, won't it? Sort of okay, you acknowledge those things are coming. So what can I do mm. to protect myself? Or what little things can I be and, measuring and, outside walks or meeting out with people? Or... Yeah. And learning from mistakes of the past, I think, is a thing. Sometimes we just, we continually bang our heads against a wall doing the same thing when something happens rather than going, why do I do this to myself every time? Yeah. Am I gonna... And that is a challenge when it is a, it is a trait or a behaviour. Habit, yeah. And it's knowing how to manage it and get yourself through it or, you know, uh, but recognising those things is, a, is an important part of moving stuff on, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, well, there we go. Oh, I feel quite exhausted after that. tips to people, set yourself goals and try and... And look up growth mindset. mindset you're in. Yeah, yeah, look up growth mindset. There's loads of stuff about it on the internet and everybody will relate to it, I'm sure, in some shape or form. And you could be somewhere on that you know spectrum of those two things really yeah hey yes we've, we've got a new guest lined up i can't say too much can't say too much but it's very exciting somebody that i met uh in jordan sorry it's all about me uh who <laughs> has done uh quite a lot of work with expeditions uh he was a medic whilst i was out there so we'll tell you more about him oh, so he'll tell us about your scabby feet I don't think he went too near my feet, actually, very wisely. I think. Um, How are your feet today? Well, do you know what? They're getting quite a lot better. I don't mind telling you. Good. The, the, only, the only thing better. that is weird, I'm going to share this with you. The only thing that's weird is when you're in the shower and you've got no toenails, it's a very, um, very strange thing when the water hits that bit where your nail should be. Very sensitive. It's very sensitive, I should imagine, yeah. The sensitive, very... ow, or just tickly? No, 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 just sensitive um, in a tickly there's lots of nerve endings in there clearly interesting isn't it mm. maybe it that's makes... why we've got toenails then well i did have this uh, i we had this conversation didn't we, we did have Friday? this conversation you asked me why we've got toenails because yeah, obviously that's... i know the answer because obviously, obviously we'd run out of things to talk about <laughs> i said well i think when we were walking around as, as apes if you think we were dragging our fingers along the floor and we probably scuffing our feet then mm. toenails would probably just protect them that little bit further wouldn't it Mm, I'm just googling now why we have uh is a rhino's horn made from the same type of stuff as a toenail <laughs> <laughs> oh the facts that you come up with uh, I'm sure that's a factoid um short answer is we've evolved to have nails because they help us pick things up pick things off and hold tightly onto things so they're like a grip I guess I suppose Early... it's reinforcement <laughs> Early humans who had these type of nails instead of claws tended to live long enough to have babies and pass on the fingernail gene to their kids. So there, there you go. It's a, it's a, an ability to pick things up Rip. and flick, flick off wasps when they land on you. I suppose if yeah, if you think about it, it does. It's, yeah. a, it's a rather than a soft edge. I'm not fingers. Yes, I'm not sure the same for my toes. When you were, kick, when you were kicking your dinosaurs out the out of the way. Oh yeah, there's a lot. More. There was a lot of that. I forgot to share that, that with you. Yeah, ever such a lot of pterodactyls when I was in the desert. <laughs> well, it's been delightful as always. Oh, lovely to speak to you. I've enjoyed the G conversation today. The G. Yeah. On to well, H next time. Have a nice. God, you. Do you know what? You know what I love <laughs> about you the most. This alphabet thing, I'll tell you. You and the <laughs> alphabet. There's no flies on you, is there? <laughs>
<laughs> See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you.